Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four on my Webtoon journey. This is a bi-weekly podcast where I introduce a brand new Webtoon series, just give a little bit of background information and some of my general impressions of the series. And this is a good podcast for people that are also new to Webtoon like me and just want to discover a new series. Or if you're a veteran, just kind of hear somebody talk about some of your favorite Webtoons for a few. So this week's episode is uh, Love Advice from the Great Duke of Hell quite the name. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a comedy series by a creator named, it's either Unfins, or I've heard some people address him as Damien, or them as Damien. Um, and it's been running since December 2018. So this is the oldest webtoon I've covered so far, but it's still ongoing. There's chapters released every Friday. Uh, currently it has 1 million readers and an average of a 9.8 score. And I've read up to episode 29, which seems like a lot, but the chapters are actually pretty short. So um, the synopsis is the girl of your dream, the girl, the girl, why do I do that? The girl of your dreams barely knows you exist. Your friends can't help. Your family is clueless. So where do you turn for love advice? Who can you, who can provide you with the essential assistance for the lovelorn? <laughs> um, if you're, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of the concept already and it's making me laugh. If you're, if your average everyday teenager, Paul, that's also a typo. You summon a powerful demon from the deep, from deep in the recesses of hell, and frankly, and frankly, hope for the best. I'm sorry. Some of these synopsis, synopses, are are kind of um, they haven't been edited. <laughs> um, so I I gotta stop actually pasting these verbatim because I'm gonna have to edit them myself so they actually come out smoothly when I read them. Uh, if you guys listened to the last episode, I think the um or maybe this episode before that, I think the synopsis had some typos in it. It kind of messed me up. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that seems like a hit or miss too with in, in, in general with Webtoon. I noticed um, when I, uh, on the, um, one thing I forgot to mention in the Witch and the Bull episode was that some of the translation, or not translation, but like um, just the, the writing, there were, uh, maybe it wasn't this one, I can't remember. One of the ones I read recently, <laughs> there's only been three, <laughs> um, had some, some typos, uh, which I didn't expect. Uh, in manga, it's very rare that you see that. Um, because it, you know, there's a, I mean, I don't know how things run in Webtoon if they have like a staff of editors, um, or if like the, you know, the creator's responsible for, you know, writing things to the best of their ability. And I don't, I don't know how professional or like how, how I, I really don't know too much about the, the format and, and how things get published on Webtoon. If you are familiar with it, please let me know. I don't want to sound like a total idiot when I'm talking about this stuff. But um, yeah, so uh, this Webtoon is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> First of all, the, the, character's main, uh, the main character's name is Paul, which I thought was funny in itself for some reason. I don't know if it's because like the last few Webtoons I've read, like they have like these really like, you know, really cool like, symbolic names and like you know and they just like sound asian or like fantasy um but in this case his name is paul <laughs> and 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 i just thought that was funny but also just like the absurdity of this concept has had me sold from like the first episode so paul's trying to get with a girl i think her name is elena um she works at a i think a cafe across from where he lives or something like that and uh <laughs> and he's 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 so shy that he literally summons a demon to help him do this and and the fact that he successfully summons a demon one does not phase him in the slightest but two it's just like i can't tell if this kid is like an idiot or an absolute genius but 
it's, it's just the fact that he summons a demon and does it successfully. It's just like oh, completely blew me away because I like I read the I read the synopsis, but it didn't click with me until I actually saw him summon the demon. And I'm just like, okay, this dude unfins or Damien, uh, are they're they're just a master of comedy. Um, I, the episodes are, are really short, like I mentioned earlier, but each one is just gold. It's it's a lot of Paul just like abusing his power in like the most mundane ways, and then we see people's reactions, and that's really like where a lot of the comedy comes from. It's like like. A lot of times it's just being played straight by Paul, but then other people will come in like, what the freak did I just see? Um, and I, I see that, it does, it does a thing I see a lot in manga where it just kind of like zooms into a character's face and then gives the face like this really like incredible detail in a way that's like kind of artistically cool, but then also it could just be grotesque and it just makes it so funny. So if anyone listening to this is like familiar with Prison School, that manga does that a lot, or maybe, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of an anime. Like Konosuba. Uh, that's uh, where, like, in Konosuba, it'll, like, zoom into Kazuma's face when he's, like, up to something, like, particularly devious or, like, or, you know, it, it does that a lot. It, it's, it always gets a laugh out of me. I don't know why. It's just, like, a specific, like, thing that always gets me. <laughs> um, but I like how this series is mainly, it mainly is a comedy, but the chapters do have, like, continuity between them. Like, one episode will set up something, like, and then that something will later be used for a joke. But then, like, the joke will also just continue on for several more episodes and just be built upon. Um, and, for example, so, so Paul uses a demonic spell to erect a giant peace sign on top of a building. And he's, like, super pleased with himself. He's like, yes, I found the ultimate use, the most useful spell that I've gotten from this book. And he just literally just erects a peace sign, <laughs> a peace sign from a building. And then the next episode, it's revealed that he just so happened to have chosen a building just on by chance that housed a secret order of like holy rebels or holy knights or something. And like, that's already pretty wild, right? <laughs> and, and then like, so it cuts to like these people in this building holding like a really important meeting, like these businessmen just like in suits and everything. And like, they're trying to address this, this issue, which they think someone had discovered their hideout and is like provoking them. And, and then the conversation is just like, it devolves like completely. Uh, it starts like some, a very serious matter. And then all of a sudden the workers just start talking about like who they think the best Powerpuff Girl is. And, and like, I lost it. I just like, I was, I was so, I was in tears, like literally in tears. Like it's just the fact that they just play this exchange so straight is what makes this brilliant. Like, and the punchline at the end of that chapter is just fantastic. Um, yeah, and then, and then it has, like, these mini, mini arcs. So, like, there's, like, an arc where, like, Paul's sister, who was, like, the first to discover that Paul summoned a demon, um, she, she actually runs away because she's just traumatized. And, like, and it's just, it's just I don't want to spoil too much about that, but, like, it's just, like, small, you know, small chapters, but, like, there's actual, like, plot threads. And, and then there's this whole fact that, like, Paul made a demon contract, t- technically. So, like, his soul is forfeit, like, after so many days, right, by the demon he summoned a- Astaroth. And, like, the deadline is, uh, like, fast approaching. So, you, like, you wonder what direction the story will go in. And it kind of plays with your expectations in terms of that. But um, it's still it's still just, like, a, you know, a fun thing to, like, leave you uh, in suspense about. And uh, there's just enough, like, tying everything together to really keep me invested in the plot and actually care about the characters, as ridiculous as it sounds. Um, but one thing I like to mention is the art. I think the paneling is definitely more reminiscent of manga. It doesn't use much of, like, the vertical format which is like totally cool. I mean, sometimes there's some some strips where it does do that, but um, I actually like the more like subdued color palette. It's like kind of like a sepia tone, and uh, the art style is definitely more crude than what you expect from from webtoon. It it's not cartoony. It's not like super, 
flashy. It's just kind of in the middle. It's like this really crude. I don't know how to explain it. It has a really unique um, art style. And it reminds me actually of one of my favorite manga that's currently running in Shonen Jump. And uh, it's called Chainsaw Man. And it just, I think Chainsaw Man, it just, it shares a lot with, with this webtoon. It just fits the tone of this webtoon so well. That's like Chainsaw Man as a comparison. Um, even though even though this is mostly a comedy, Chainsaw Man's a little, a little more tragic. <laughs> but um yeah, the art's mostly crude, but like it does have panels where it just pops. It really stands out. Namely, there are these two panels where Astaroth, the demon, he just explodes in like a fiery rage, and then like I think at one like he like flips a table or something. <laughs> he literally flips a table. It's hilarious. And then there's one where he like summons a fireball, and it looks really cool. Like it's it's clear that the the author, despite the you know the more unconventional I guess art style, it's clear that Damien is just really really good at what they do. So. I love this. Nothing but high praise. This is like one of my favorite. I love comedy as a genre in general, but this is definitely one of my favorite webtoons that I've covered so far. Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, definitely going to be sticking with this. I, I love it so much. And I, if you like comedy, especially just like super surreal, just like absurd stuff, definitely give this a chance. It's, it's hilarious. I'm just laughing just thinking about it. Um, and, and like sometimes like some of the jokes don't even have to have words. Sometimes the the panels themselves, it could just be art on the on the screen, but like you just laugh at the sheer ab- absurdity of it. Like there's literally just a a a panel of freaking Astaroth, this big hulking demon, sitting on the couch next to Paul, and they're playing like Minecraft. It's just that alone was just was just hilarious. Um, but yeah, definitely give this a try. Uh, that's actually gonna do it for this episode, guys. Um, I, I'm just it's funny I've been smiling the whole time I read this review because I just I just like this webtoon so much um it's 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 definitely worth the investment the chapters will just literally breeze by it again I wrote up I read up to chapter 29 I had to stop myself so that I could actually record the podcast <laughs> that's how much I enjoyed it all right that's gonna do it you guys have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on the next episode thank you